Welcome to the Soul Rollers podcast, where we discuss jiu-jitsu, life and self-mastery. Here are your hosts, Jackson Gage and William Dennis. All right, here we go. Welcome to episode number 22 of the Soul Rollers Jiu-Jitsu podcast, where we discuss jiu-jitsu life and self-mastery. My name is Jackson Gage. I'm here with my co-host, William Dennis, over in Fresno or Clovis or somewhere over there. And uh, I'm here in San Diego. And we're just uh, recording another week of our, our jiu-jitsu podcast here. Um, we took a week. Did we take a, I think we took a week off. Right? We took last week off. Uh, William was in Colorado on like a family trip. So, um, you know, you have to give a quick Colorado review in a little bit or tell us where you went. I still haven't been there, but I've, I've heard heard good things about about that state. And um, yeah, man, I also took a week off when you took the week off. It wasn't planned to be simultaneous like that, but I, I uh, just all of my aches and pains, man, were starting to pile up to where I get I was getting to class like, fuck, I'm not resting enough, man. So I just took a week and let my body heal, you know, because you start getting, you know, you're like, fuck, OK. You got wrist, back, knees, neck, ankle, fingers, all fucking with you at the same time. Then you're like, you know, hips. Okay, let's fucking rest and stretch for a week. Do, you know, get in the sauna, no weights, no jujitsu. And um, that was nice. So I'm, I'm feeling better now. It was, it was a good rest. And uh, yeah, getting back just my second time training in the past two weeks. So um, feeling good. And yeah, man, just kind of see how it goes. So how you doing there, William P. Dennis Turner Smiles? Good, man. Uh, Colorado was great. It's beautiful there. We went to Woodland Park. It was where it's called. It's kind of by Colorado Springs. Um, not too, It's like an hour or so, uh, a couple hours away from Denver. Okay. So, But we drove up there. Man, talk about beautiful, man. I think I sent you a remember a polo or when we when I was up there it's just uh, in the woods there's nothing like deer are just laying around our house like deer are pets up there they just like hang out in your yard and eat your grass and just they just walk around like it doesn't matter yeah yeah so it was fun take the kids up there to get them to be in nature and get them to we went to like uh like this cool cave we went through there we went through like a a gorge like the royal gorge or whatever it's like deeper than the uh grand canyon i guess not as wide but deeper and uh we took a train ride on that it was cool there's this really cool suspension bridge across it it was nuts how far down it was and stuff um fun trip it was a fun trip but it was weird being away from jujitsu and just not training or anything you know yeah yeah that's that's actually we talked about that earlier and i don't know if anyone can relate to that but when you're when you're living uh the more disciplined you get with life and then you take a break, at least for me, it, it throws you all off. It throws you off, man. You know, when you're getting, when you're, you're eating good, you're lifting, you're going to jujitsu, you know, everything's going pop, 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 you're focused. And then you go, like I went a few months ago and I went to visit my mom in Fresno and I stayed there for a week, you know, when you show up and she's like, I made you brownies and there's fucking caramel mixed in with them you know, and then this, we're, I'm going to give you three meals a day. There's going to be snacks and it's all going to be homemade Italian food and shit, you know, and, and you're not training, you're not running, you're not doing shit. And then you get back and it's not as easy to get back into that groove, man. So 
I guess that's just a discipline thing. I don't know, man. You know? Yeah. I, I was thinking about that today. It's like how often we seek comfort in all of our things, you know, it's like with jujitsu, I got smashed so hard today. You know, coach was showing us this, uh, this move and, and we were drilling it and I'm like, dang, this is what he's been getting me with for like two years. Now it actually makes sense now that he's showing it to us. And I'm like, man, I, I just didn't understand what he was doing when I was uh, going through it the last two years. And now when he showed us that, I'm like, oh, well now it makes sense. And he would just, but I'm like, okay, my goal is to try to not let you get the move of the day. Like I stupidly said that before him and I rolled. You said <laughs> that? He just, oh. Yeah. I was like, if I could only just stop the move of the day, I'm, I'm going to be happy. And sure enough, he just smashed me for the entire time. Well, that's uh, what you said. It just translates to a fucking straight challenge. Yeah, and he, he met the challenge and it, it exceeded it. Uh, so well on him, I guess. Good job, but, Victor. Yeah, he I'm did really a great job. He puts, it was like the worst knee on belly I've ever had in my entire <laughs> jiu-jitsu experience it was like a vertical like straight down knee to the belly button it was like the yeah. most perfect form or whatever i'm like what the what are you a freaking gymnast now like Dude. all i could do is be like oh this is the worst knee on belly ever yeah. <laughs> like, i couldn't even fight out of it because it was so bad i was like oh you're just trying so, to keep your abs tight and shit huh? yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. i survived but god oh, barely and it was just like i'm like wow it's like perfect form it's like the worst neon belly ever uh, for me at least yeah those will fuck you up too man like neon belly will will like if you get a good one man I, i've had it where you know you don't realize it at the moment it hurts but you know then the next like fucking week you have like internal organ injuries and shit you know like the fucking kidneys won't work <laughs> <laughs> it's in blood no big deal yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Uh, it was great. He did a great job. I, I have never – he just smushed me so hard because it was really, like, showing how important, you know, putting your weight on your opponent is and, and really, like, making it difficult for him to do this, that, and the other, you know, and it works. Yeah, I, I got the whole, you know, experience. So I understand exactly why he's teaching us the way he is. It's like, oh, yep, you're right. I get it so it was a good experience it was a good butt kicking good man that's good um you 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 made a good point on that topic a little while ago um when we were talking about what were you saying you were saying like when you when you leave and you get off of your routine you you kind of ask you got to ask yourself like why am i running in the first place you know why am i working out in the first place yeah what, what, what was your what were you saying about that well it's like it's about lifestyle, right? Like we always talk about, I mean, anyone can do a 30 day diet, you know, like what, what's the point of that? If you, if it's not something you're going to do for the rest of your life, don't, don't bother really is the way I see it. Cause if it's not lifestyle, it's not going to create a change, lasting change. That is, it may like, um, you know, someone could work out real hard for a new year's resolution, do it for three, four, five, six months even, and then stop. And then they could go back. So it's like, what's the lifestyle? So, you know, what I was saying, comparing it to jujitsu is like, it's not like I could go to jujitsu and be like, Hey, is there any way I can just get like comfortable rolls? Like, I don't want to roll. Like, I don't want to get tired. Can I just roll with people that it doesn't work that way. It doesn't even make sense. Like, well, why don't you just not do it then? Like, what are you talking about? And so it's the same thing with like, Oh, well, I need really tasty food. I need really 
like tasty snacks. I need, you know, like we have all these preferences and it depends on, you know, you know, like if you, you want to be someone that does jujitsu for a long term, you got to change your preferences, you know, or get rid of a lot of them, you know, because if you say you want jujitsu, you got to not want other things. And it's the same thing with dieting. It's the same thing with health and relationships. And there's all these things that you say you want, but does that match up with your preferences? You know, and a lot of times, uh, our preferences get exposed through difficulty and hardship and challenge and sacrifice, you know, and that helps us see that "Mm, maybe I didn't need those preferences to begin with. Like, do I really have to have like caramel infused brownies, you know, in my life happy? Yeah, exactly. That's true. And also though, like, there's this thing, like if you have, I bet, I'm sure it's a lot of moms, but like, I I know my mom is an Italian lady and like, if she makes you something, you, you're not, you can't say no, you know what I mean? She'll act like you broke her heart and shit, you know, and she'll talk about it the rest of the next couple of days or whatever. You didn't like the brownies I made for you, you know, you know, the guilt trip and shit. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll eat, I'll eat these brownies, the whole fucking dish of them, you know, you, and also, you know, you got the people also who you see this shit. I don't know if you notice, but you see this shit a lot. Like someone will start working out. You see them on Instagram, like a friend of yours. You're like, oh shit, they're eating a salad. Oh, they're, and they're posting it up. Or you see them in the gym putting in work, you know? And then like within a week, it's like beer and nachos and shit, you know, on their, on their Instagram, because it's hard to, it's hard to be disciplined, man. It's hard to be disciplined in, in every aspect. But discipline is the key. Like Jocko Willing says, man, this discipline equals freedom, man. You know, so and then I, I fuck I, every day we even talk about it. Fuck, I got to get more discipline. You know, I got to get more. Let's get more discipline. What time are you getting up? OK, how many days are you working out? How many days are you training? What are you eating? What are you drinking? You know, let's let's turn it up. What are you reading? You know, and, and that's just uh, that's just the, that's the path, man. Well, and it's it's really hard to find um other people that are that mindset you know and I was just thinking about that today I was looking at I got on Instagram after I got home and cleaned up after jiu-jitsu and all the jiu-jitsu people I followed were posting like a workout they were doing they were posting being at the academy training they're something like positive or mindset focused like they're working they're pushing themselves you know and I'm like dang like it's such a good community. They really take you to another level, not because they're like asking you to do it. They're just offering the opportunity. It's just like, they're just examples of, Hey, I want more for my jujitsu. And it just seems to push you as well. And like, we always talk about is it's like a, it's just a, a variable that plays into other areas of your life. You just happen to get healthier. You happen to be, you know, uh, focused on things that matter more, you know, and, and you're reading or learning, or you're asking different questions because of jujitsu. It's, you know, there's other variables that by going for, they, they complement each other, complementing variables, you know? Okay. It's like, okay. It's not that I'm so healthy because I do jujitsu, but that's a, they're complementary like variables that play in complement each other. They, they feed off of each other some, somewhat, you know, they benefit each other. And it's not that you have to have both or else it's like, no, there's some people that aren't very healthy. You know, they don't look very healthy at least. And they still do jujitsu. We all find different reasons to be in there, but it can help. It can benefit multiple areas of your life for sure. I think that's something special. And I think just the community is another benefit 
you have better people in your life that are focused on better, uh, higher vibration kind of, you know, stuff, if you want to think of it that way. Yeah, definitely. Um, speaking of, before I forget, speaking of reading, uh, what was the name of that book you had mentioned to me yesterday? I still haven't ordered it, but I'm going to order it today. Way of the Superior Man. Ah, yes, that's what, yeah, yeah. yeah. How was that book, man? It's intense. It's good, man. Yeah. Yeah, really good one. Uh, Even women should read that, you know, to kind of really get a a bird's eye view of kind of like, you know, men and, and, you know, what, what, what their focus should be or can be, you know? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that sounds like something that someone who's doing jujitsu could benefit from us. You know what I mean? Especially someone listening to the podcast, you know, if you like personal development and you train jujitsu, that sounds like a, I'm going to buy that book. So yeah, way of the superior, man. I've read it multiple times. I love that book. It's a hard to live in. Like you're saying discipline, right? The, these, they're common sense, but not common practice. I've said that before. And the whole point of this stuff, the whole point of uh, like, you know, living into a goal or a desire, like, Hey, I want a black belt or I want, you know, to create a business. I want to have a podcast. I want to have yada, 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 whatever goal it's to call you to evolve. Right. It's to give you a different perspective of what's possible, you know, become a better version of yourself. And if you don't know what's possible, how can you grow towards a different ideal? You know, what you, you know, when you know better, you do better. So know better by seeking, you know, different perspectives, different answers, different possibilities, right? And books provide you that. Yeah. Same thing with um, jujitsu. I was talking to, I think his name is Jeff. And then Nate was there and, you know, we were rolling today and it's just like, man, you know, he was, I had him in mountain. It was just destroy you know just working it you know like really giving it to him not not taking it easy on him and i told him it's like i respect you man i I want you to do better if i take it easy on you and i don't even give you resistance you're not going to learn yeah and it's it's a respect thing and i think like we're talking about discipline is is honoring yourself you know personal development is honoring yourself how are we honoring ourselves every day you know working out, exercising, pushing ourselves in jujitsu, all this is honoring ourselves. And then in so doing, there's a benefit to others around us doing this yeah. podcast. It's honoring to ourselves. It allows us to like express ourselves. Right. That's been big lately for me, trying to figure that stuff out and opening up to feels weird to express yourself, man. It's so like, we are so stuck in a survival mindset and a society that is built for comfort and ease and you know, hiding and just not really living your true self, you know, because it's like capitalist capitalism is kind of, you know, awesome. And it's a double-edged sword, you know, it provides all these comforts and safeties that your environment no longer asks you to grow and become better. Your environment says, Hey, give me the money and I'll make it as soft and easy and and gentle as possible. Yeah. And we go, Oh, that's awesome. Mm, not awesome yeah that's uh speaking of that um i don't know if you got a chance to watch that video and i is uh russell brand you know he uh he has a podcast that english actor comedian dude like like a conscious type dude but he had a guy on the other day 
super intelligent guy. Like I couldn't fucking, he was speaking English and I still can't translate what the fuck he was. Even Russell Brand, who's a genius, was like telling the guy how smart he is. But what he was talking about was with capitalism, it just keeps going, you know, it keeps digging, 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 and uh, there's no end to it. So now they're, they're, they've, they're raping us. What they're doing is they're mining humans of, of capitalism has got to the point where they're mining humans of our attention, like of our attention span, you know, and it's turning people into like, it's, it's turning people in basically into zombies and shit, you know, with no attention span. And it's all in the name of money and time and attention. And uh, that, that's a dope episode. I don't know what the fuck the guy's name was, but Russell Brand just posted it uh, yesterday on his um, timeline. Very interesting, man. So, yeah, I mean, it, you know, I think there was a Netflix show on that, like social experiment or something. I don't know what it was called, but we watched it. I had my daughter watch it because it's sickening, like just how distracting and how like scientists are developing ways to trick people into focusing on this stuff. It's, I mean, yeah. you're almost like falling prey to something you can't even comprehend yeah it's way beyond our from that yeah our thoughts yeah. and then uh what there was something else i was thinking of while you were talking there oh that that alan watts video where he was saying that that it, it kind of just goes in with what you were saying how he was saying how from the time you're you know, before you start kindergarten, you know, everybody pumps you up about kindergarten, you're starting school, you know, you're going to start school and you're going to be a kindergartner, you know, and then, oh, you're graduating kindergarten. Now you're going to go and do your lower grades, you know, and, and then it goes to the upper grades and now middle school. Okay. Now you're working toward this big thing, high school, you're going to be done with that, you know, and then everybody's pressuring you after that now. Okay. Now your next big goal is college due to that. Okay. Now your next big goal is become an employee, you know, and, and he was saying that we, we spend our whole lives working toward um, a moment that never exists, you know, and then you get like 40, 45 and you look around and you're like, holy shit, man, I've been led here to this place. And I think we've talked about this before, but um, that was a really, really powerful video. And it's especially if you're raising kids, man, you know, it's super important that you don't push them into that fucking society's path of just going toward these goals and telling them they're going to be happy when this you'll be successful when you get here. Now, when you get here, now, when you get here, you know, now you got to do this instead of because happiness never comes on that path. It's always, you're always striving for something instead of learning how to be happy, happy now with your life and, and grateful, you know? So yeah. it's just something to think about even in your yeah. own life. You know, what are you striving for? Are you happy right now? Or are you waiting until something, something happens? You know, when I retire, that's a big one, man. That's a big one. I saw a guy post the other day. He did his first 10 years at like Costco or something. And he's like, only got 30 more years, you know, and he was excited about it. I'm like, motherfucker, that's like, man, holy shit. You know, 30 more, only got 30 more years till what? Till you can enjoy your life? Till you can do the shit you want to do? You better do that shit now because tomorrow might not come. You know, make a list of the shit you want to do and do it now. You know what I mean? Or else you're going to live the life of an indentured servant doing shit you don't want to do until you're 65 and then you die. So, yeah, anyhow. well, that's the stuff you and I talk about a lot, like, and we mention it to each other. And remember, I was telling you yesterday when we we're talking, I'm like, dude, I'm scared at times. Like, holy crap, living your dreams is scary. Like, okay, I'm going to go create this. It's like, Oh, my brain instantly goes, uh, uh, nope, not safe. Nope. That's scary. Nope. Let's get back to, you know, this survival mindset is set to remove 
suffering and pain and and it, it blocks it by doubt insecurity you know fear and it, that takes you back to going oh i'm not safe i gotta go get back to stability certainty which is a, a monthly paycheck or whatever it might be for different people those are there's legitimate reasons why people live that lifestyle and think that retiring in 40 years is great like it's not to be judged or ridiculed it's understandable that's the society that we set up that's the but what we're saying is like question everything you know question everything yourself that's what i've done on this journey i've questioned literally everything almost too much like oh geez do you not believe anything i tell you what are you doing here but just be curious you don't have to be a jerk about it like oh you're full of shit like go question like okay where'd you find that i want to read about that learn grow like figure out who you are that's the whole point of this journey you know because you can you can succeed at something that means nothing to you and you can get to the end of it and go ah crap well, you succeeded according to society's standards, but you're not happy. That's because for one, even happiness, like you're not always supposed to be happy. I don't think that. I don't think like everything, every moment of every day, you're just going to be happy and yay. You know, shit happens that is sad and you should probably be sad unless you're a sociopath. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with jujitsu. I'm telling you, I wasn't very happy. And when coach had knee on belly, I mean, I wasn't happy. I didn't think like, ah, this is so fun. Like, I'm like, ow, this is terrible. Like, I'm not happy. you, you can, you can put it this way. Would you, what's what you, you went through that unhappiness doing something you really fucking enjoy. Yep. It's a lot different than going through unhappiness when instead of Victor with your knee on your belly, it's some boss who to treat you like shit. You know what I mean? And you're doing something you hate and getting treated like shit. You know, that's you can like you said, it's good. You're going to go through ups and downs either way. But why not go through ups and downs doing some shit that you fucking love? You're going to fucking die, man. You know what yep. I mean? We've been let again. Like you said, we're, it's not here to ridicule anybody who's living that life or or living a life they don't want to live and, and stuck in a nine to five job doing something that society. Because like I said, man, you've been led by a society that's told you since you were young that that's what you're supposed to do you know, but it's not in your best interest. It's in the best interest of the people fucking making money and offer your energy, man. You know? So that's what liberation and freedom is about. You know, yeah. and we, I think we all have to, we all, we, any, anyone can find freedom, you know? Yeah. And I think, and jujitsu is the perfect uh, analogy for that. It's yeah. like, yeah, along this journey for, of liberation of your mind, your soul, your body, um, you're going to face hardship. You're going to struggle. You're going to, you know, tap, you're going to fail. You're going to just continue to fail repeatedly, but that's where you find this ability to grow. That's where you find, even if it's, it points out a weakness that you are weakened, like, Hey, you suck at this. You should see that. You should know that that's there. You should learn from that experience. A lot of times it's like, like with PTSD for, for me, it, it revealed so much of what I wasn't doing with my life. Like if you look at your life, you know, you see those wheels, that wheel of life, like career, relationships, finances, all those things that make it a wheel. If you don't take care of certain areas of your life, it doesn't roll, right? It's not a, it's not a circle. So it's not going to be smooth ride. And I think that's what jujitsu, it's like, you can't just work on certain aspects of it you have to be the complete martial artist you have to study and learn and grow and today i experienced that where 
it was like a totally different move that we were working on and passing and doing this. And I'm like, wait a minute, I can get in a close guard like this from that totally different move that isn't about close guard. And I'm like, okay, I see how all this comes together. It's the same thing with life. Like the struggles you face in life are helping you see maybe where there's an area that you have a strength in that you've neglected, or there's an area where you have you know weakness in that you just haven't built skill sets in like feeling your emotions, working through your emotions, feeling afraid. Like it's terrifying to go for your dreams. But you know what's also like worse is suffering for something you give a sh- you don't give a shit about. Right. Oh, yeah. Like what what's and and pick what your the, pick your poison, right? I mean, what's even more terrifying is being fucking 90 years old and looking back at your life and like, damn. I was too scared to go after the things I wanted to go after. That's the fucking real scary part, man. Sitting there like, God damn, God damn it. I pleased everyone around me, but I didn't please myself. Well, time to die. You know what I mean? Imagine that shit. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. There's no way, you know, and it's just a matter of discipline and walking your own path, man. You know, and that's why we're creating this podcast and anything else we create is just to, to, cause we're doing it ourselves, man. Like, we're doing it and then we're showing, you know, not to, I'm just like, this is an example of people doing things outside of the box, man. You know, like this is what we're, we're, we're overcoming our fears by creating a podcast, putting it out, you know, making a coaching business, making another podcast, whatever it is. And, and that's so that when we're 90, we can look back and say, well, I did that shit. I did it. You know, I did the things I wanted to, I was a free man, you know, because uh, yeah. If and, not, and why are you here, man? For to buy some material shit and die, you know, eat some food, shit, take a shit, you know, eat some more food, produce some children, take another shit, you know, consume, 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 and die. That's not what we're here for. We're not cattle. You know, we're great. We're fucking powerful creators. You know, and as soon as humans start remembering that, which I think is happening now, you know, that's when the world starts changing for the better. Yeah, I, that's that's the key that jujitsu teaches us is like choose your struggle. Don't let it be forced upon you. Yeah, man. Yeah. And and look at the things that we used to struggle with before we ever started jujitsu that are different now because we've done jujitsu. Yeah. Self-confidence, like self-belief. So like, you know, just self-awareness. It's totally different, you know? And and even that competition really exposed me to just how severely I doubt myself. You know, and what's funny is the world becomes your mirror, right? Like anytime you try to create a business or you go to jujitsu or whatever, like the thing you don't want to be exposed becomes exposed, right? Because life's the perfect mirror, people, circumstances, whatever it is, it just reveals yourself back to yourself. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I can avoid this. I can deny this. I can delay it, but eventually I'm going to have to face this or, you know, you know, become one of those, you know, zombies that just kind of mope through life because understandably they don't have the skill sets and haven't developed the skill sets to do anything about it. It's just like if, if you've never trained jiu-jitsu and you come in your first day, you're going to have a handful with one, you know, blue belt. It's just going to, they have such a high knowledge base compared to what you have to offer skill set wise. And that's okay. That's what I was telling the white belts today. Like, Hey, there's dude, I'm telling you, watch me go roll with coach and you'll be like, oh, just kind of a little different. <laughs> like he's getting his butt kicked. He was, yeah. but now he's getting his butt kicked. 
you know, it's skill sets, knowledge, growth. Yeah. Same Count. shit. Yeah. And that's also, I think, um, I think the very first, first step in liberating yourself is to get really disciplined and focus on your, on your health and your fitness. And that's jujitsu brings that about as well, because of, you know, when you're, it just does so many things for you. You can't expect to, 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 you know, excel in other places. If you're fucking putting garbage in your body and you're, you know, you're, you're tired all the time and you're not feeling good and you're fighting off disease, you know, you know, how can you, how can you be happy enough to go after and confident enough to go after the things you want to go after, man? So I really think, you know, the discipline of eating well, drinking lots of water, staying active, doing something difficult physically every day, that's the baseline for living a life of happiness and freedom, man. And jujitsu offers that to you, you know? So yeah, it comes in a complete package, ready, ready made package for you. And that's one thing we were talking about. I uh, mentioned earlier was, you know, full circle, like, you know, you roll and roll. I've been rolling, you know, since I started. Um, and like things just don't make sense. They're just not clear. You're trying to learn as you go and progress is being made without you really being aware of it. And one thing I was talking to you about, I was I mentioned to my wife, I was like, man, like even when you make progress in your marriage or your communication skills, you make progress in jujitsu. It's not like there's like, you know, celebrations happening as you, each step you make progress. It's almost, it goes unseen. You're unaware that you've been making progress. You don't even realize that you have some skills that you didn't have before because you're so preoccupied with some other focus. I don't know, but it's, you know, those things go together when we drilled today the move he taught us was something that he's gotten on me a thousand times i swear and i'm like when i was rolling with him i had no clue what he was doing i'm like he, he goes this way so i go that way and then he's over here side control like how's this even possible why how is he doing this to me and i just felt like this doesn't make sense like there's no way he has too many arms there's something wrong here you know and then in, today he showed it to us and i'm like my brain goes wait a minute that's what's been happening to you for the last two years. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, that's what he's been doing. And he, and I told coach that he just started laughing. He's like, don't worry. I got plenty more secrets. Well, I'm like, Oh, I'm sure you do. And I just started laughing. Cause I'm like, dang, like I've been making progress. Cause you have to make progress to be able to realize like, wait a minute, that has been happening to me. So that's progress. It doesn't sound fun. It doesn't sound like something to celebrate. It's like, you mean it took me a couple of years to get smashed like that, to realize this? Yes. Who can do that? So they're like, you know what? I'll just go to work. I got a paycheck coming in. Who cares? I don't need to do that personal growth progress bullshit. Feels like shit. Get knee on your belly. You know, it's like, I get it, you know, but it's like what you're saying is you got so much hidden potential inside you and you just got to call that to life. You have a destiny, you know, your desires create your destiny you know, they are your destiny and they, they lead you to it. Um, and I just, you know, I really believe that. I believe that inside of us on the other side of the veil of fear is our destiny and on that purpose, that meaning, uh, you know, it's like, how often do people really search for the meaning of life? Right. It's like, no, no, no. They're just trying to live a little bit. They're trying to get some moments of living. Like, what does that feel like? To, and to me, it's when you lose sight of 
you're focused on all the bullshit, right? Like you focus, like when we do this podcast, my wife told me the other day when she saw, you know, a video of me or she listened to it and she was like, man, you sound so happy. And I'm like, ah, fuck, you're right. You know, <laughs> do shit that makes you happy. Like when I'm, get, you know, getting smashed by my coach, I'm actually like having fun. I'm not thinking about bills and bullshit. I'm like, wow, that was amazing. You know, that was fun. You, you lose that sense of self, that focus on, you know, that selfish whiny bitch inside your head, you know? Oh, fuck, man. My, you know, what the hell? Like my wife's mean to me or whatever. Like, yeah, you know, lose the focus. Like how many different exercises in your life create like a loss of like bullshit? Yeah. Those reveal you to yourself. They like create an experience of life that is meaningful, whether it's struggle or not. And usually it just happens to be struggle. It's just voluntary, you know, like being married to me is a voluntary struggle. I go through that exposes me to my own wounds and, and, and issues and exposes me to my wife's wounds and issues from her past. Right. We're both traumatized humans trying to create a life together. Good fucking luck. You know, <laughs> it's just like a headache, right? Just like jujitsu is a headache. Yep. It's a puzzle to be solved. And, and you got to find you know, a friendship could be a fucking puzzle. How often has our friendship been kind of like, you know, pushed each other's buttons and made us grow and forced us to kind of face something that we didn't want to face? Yeah. But do it with people that are worth it. Do it for circumstances that are worth it. Like, does it help you grow? Does it help you become better? And I truly believe that jujitsu has that all in one. It's, it's that one size fits all, you know, receptacle or, or journey or whatever you want to call it that can really help you become a better, I, it'll, it'll make you ask questions of yourself that you've never asked before. That's the whole yeah. point of that huge plan, I guess. Yeah, man. No, it's, that's, um, that's true, man. Uh, and something else that, cause you were talking about how the, you know, finding the things that well, basically that make you feel better during the day and not, not, down and angry and depressed and upset and shit and trying to figure out what's wrong with life and find, looking for your destiny and your purpose and why the fuck am I here and that type of shit you know a good way to do a good way to feel better as well that's not as not on the struggle side of things is finding the things that you're really passionate about and then putting time into creating that shit you know creation and whatever your art is you know with that whatever it may be creating and then and then sharing it you know, with the world. I, I posted a video the other day of Will Smith and he was saying, I, he was like, I've been to the top of the fucking material mountain. I've, I have it all. I have everything that I've ever wanted. It, it doesn't make you happy. I can tell you right now, it doesn't make you happy. The only thing that's ever going to satisfy that craving that you have for happiness is to be useful to others, you know? So anybody, any motherfucker listening to this, can ask you can look in the mirror right now and say how useful am i to the people around me what am i doing to serve my friends my community how am i shining a light what am i doing because people get so stuck inside themselves and worried about their own life and then that's where you start getting depressed and trying to figure shit out you know but sometimes you come out of yourself and you look at the world around you and you look at the things you love and you create and you share and you give and you try to lift the people up around you and by doing that it'll lighten your life it'll it'll bring light into your world you know so that's just a little tool that i've learned fight you know battling through depression and things like that like you know stop being selfish motherfucker start giving 
you know, start giving whatever it is, whatever your art may be, man, whatever it is that you're passionate about, whatever you like doing, everybody likes, everybody likes doing something. There's motherfuckers who play video games and share that. That's their art, you know, but it, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. It's, it's like what I was telling the guy that I was rolling with today. Cause he kept, you know, he was framing so hard with his arms that it really, all I had to do is windshield wiper my leg over and be in mount. Right. And it was a hole. It's just a mistake. Right. And I told him what you're trying to do, you're making a thousand mistakes right now. And so what you're trying to go is from a thousand to 999 mistakes. And then from 999 to 998, that's all you're trying to do. You're surviving and learning to eliminate a few mistakes along the way each day. And if you do that, you're going to be wonderful. You're going to be doing really well in jujitsu. It's the same thing in life. It's like, okay, what am I doing that's really working against me? Well, jiu-jitsu will teach you that. It's like, hey, it's okay to be where you're at. It's okay to accept where you're at. It's okay to see yourself as not where you want to be, you know, not from a place of judgment, but just from a place of awareness, right? And yeah. that's what's powerful about jujitsu. It, it opens you up to like, it opened me up to, like I said, I had severely like struggled with self-doubt my whole life because I wasn't encouraged. I wasn't told that I was capable of certain things shows up in my marriage shows up in my parenting you know I see my stepson struggle with things like with his frustration he was playing a video game he's getting real frustrated but in jiu-jitsu he doesn't get frustrated I think it's the environment it's the coach it's I don't know but he was getting frustrated over a video game and I'm like hmm so I sat with him and I was talking to him and and we were working it out and it was you know I saw I saw him struggle with you know getting angry and stuff like that knowing how to deal with his anger as men, we're not taught that, right? The way of the superior man. That's what that book is about. It's like, you know, you don't need to try to be a good man. You need to be good at being a man, right? Creating these ideals of perfection, right? That's what self-mastery is all about is, is there's no finish line, like just a continuous growth. Yeah. And I think jujitsu provides that structure, that framework and trying to build that in other aspects of your life around that wheel, like we were talking about, right? I believe that you can take the structure and the, the, the belt system and everything like we talked about, and you can structure that in a way that benefits other areas of your life. And that's what we wanna expose as we're learning jujitsu, because it's just not just a physical practice. It also touches your soul, changes you as a person, the way you in, see endurance, the way you see struggle, the way you see humility, it all changes, right? Well, you it, see it changes the body, you know? You can't go into jiu-jitsu and, and not be changed physically, mentally, and you know, on a soul level. It's just not gonna, mind, body, soul, right? It's like, it's just not gonna touch all three of those areas. It's it's too great to. And I think that's the, the structure that we need to have that in our friendships, right? Our friendship isn't just about you know, talking about, you know, personal development only, you know, I'm asking you about your health, your physical health, your mental health, right? You know, how do we show up and provide value in that way in all of our relationships and all of our, you know, settings, you know, maybe it's at work, maybe you need to be at work right now, and that's okay. Um, but how are you showing up there? What are you doing? Are you honoring yourself? Are you honoring others? Are you serving others? Are you contributing? All that stuff is like, built into jujitsu i swear like there's no way you can't serve someone like i was rolling with a couple of the white belts today and i did everything i could to give them resistance and and make them struggle and see difficulty like even with you like there's times when you talk about jujitsu and just it's hard it's this it's and it sounds aggressive 
aggressive. And I'm like, man, maybe I need to tamp that down so people don't get scared. But the truth is, it is difficult. It is a struggle. You are going to get your, your face smashed here and there. It's going to happen, you know, and it's, it's like what you're saying with parents, like they try to, like your mom tries to feed you brownies and, and like, and if we know that society standards doesn't lead you to happiness, why do people push their kids towards that? Because they want their kids to experience safety and, and they want to protect them. And, and that's the problem. It's like our own insecurities are projected onto our children and other people in our lives. And we've got to be careful of that. I think jujitsu helps with that. It, it, it exposes your own weaknesses so that you can that's compassionate to yourself and improve them. And then if you know that about yourself, you're not going to try to do that to your kids. You're like, oh, you're struggling. Cool. So did I work through it. You got this. You're not going to sit there and go, oh, poor baby. Let me fix it for you. Fuck that. You're capable. Get your ass up. Get the work. I struggle too. That's a good point that you make right there is that the majority of parents will follow that path I spoke of earlier and get to a place where they're, you know, they, they, they've never chased after the things they wanted to, or never became the person, become the person that they, they had imagined when they were younger. And they live in this life of like, like um, Henry David Thoreau says, most men live quiet lives of desperation. That's true, man. You know, these people living lives of quiet desperation. They live in a life there. There's another life they have in their mind. They wish they were living. And then they fucking take that, even though they, they know it's not the route that made, they're not happy. They teach their kids to follow the same route they did, man. You see it all the time. I see people doing it to my kids. I see people do people around my kid, you know, and everybody, a lot, most people in our society do it, you know, Oh, what, what are you going to, what are you going to be when you grow up? You know, what are you going to be, you know, implying that they're not fucking being, they're not what they should be at this moment. You know, when you tell a kid, what are you going to be when you grow up and their mind goes to, wait a minute, I'm not enough right now. What do you mean? I got to be something else. Then you take them out of the moment and they start living for the fucking future. And then they continue doing that their whole life, man. And, and I, I that's a, that's just a really good point, man. It, I, and I don't, it's, I guess it's just a cycle of, you know, people living quiet lives of des- lives of quiet desperation and they're leading their children into the same place and it just keeps going. And then they lead their children into that place. You know, at some point you have to break it. You got to show your kids there's something else possible besides that life that society's given us, you know, yeah, and, and, and going and, and challenging yourself in jujitsu. Like, yeah, literally. I yeah. See, well, that's what, yeah, that's what, um, that's, that's what I was getting to. Like jujitsu will, and again, this podcast is self-mastery too. So we might not talk about jujitsu the whole fucking episode, you know, but I, I can bring it back. I know William likes to bring everything to jujitsu. So I'll bring this to jujitsu. Tell my wife. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but uh, that, that's one of the benefits of going, going into jujitsu because it shows you how to traverse a different path. You know, the path of being okay with, with struggle, okay with failure, okay with, you know, it turns you humble you know, and humility also teaches you gratitude. You know, when I get humbled, I'm, I'm also grateful. I learned, I've learned to be grateful for that experience because that's where the learning of life happens. And, um, you know, I, I really think fucking jujitsu should be something that is taught, like in some European countries, like kids are required instead of PE, they're required to learn judo. You know what I mean? that's dope. They're fucking learning grappling and throws from the time they're like, you know, first, second grade and in America or anywhere, you know, I think jujitsu in schools would be, would be awesome, man. Cause you're teaching kids a different way, but 
that doesn't benefit the, the system that we have here. So, you know. Yeah, I, I think, you know, like, it's like what we talked about a lot of times when we're trying to decide on our game, like, oh, you're going to do closed guard. Oh, you're going to do half guard. And then it, it, you, that requires you to start asking questions like, well, man, I got to learn everything else though, too. Like, oh no, what if it's, you know, but it, it puts you on a path of like, this is where I'm starting. Like I'm, there's a starting line finally. Right. You know, like we talked about starting your dreams, how scary it is. Like you have to start small, like you got to start small. Well, I'm just going to keep showing up. That's all I can do right now. I'm just surviving. I can barely figure out what the hell's going on. I'm just getting smashed all the time. I'm just going to survive. Okay. And then it starts going, well, half guard's kind of working for me. And then it, you know, you keep building like that. Same thing for life. You know, maybe you're not where you want to be, but start small, start somewhere, just start, you know, we're the common denominators to every, and, and we're the common contributors to everything that's present in our lives. Same thing with jujitsu, you know, it's very rare you roll with a guy and he doesn't make progress. Maybe you're making progress faster than some other people because they just can't train as much as you can or something like that. But it's very rare that the guy just comes in, never grows, never gets better. I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't. Everyone that's consistently came and, and continued to show up has gotten better and learned and, and improved. Yeah. That's yeah. universal in jujitsu. I truly believe that. And yeah. it teaches you that no matter what, no matter how much you're struggling in life, if you start somewhere and you start developing skills, you will get further. Like yeah. you will grow, you will get somewhere and you will get, maybe it's not this like, you know, wealthy lifestyle of flying in a private jet or something, but like at the end of the day, that's not what makes you happy anyways. It's, it's learning and growing and evolving to a better version of yourself day in, day out, year after year until there's an end to this journey that's it yeah and, and i think you that path in that format perfectly filling your life with things that you enjoy you know yeah and that's just and comes with personal doesn't growth. mean yeah, yeah enjoy doesn't mean it feels good all the time like sometimes that could suck you know yeah yeah and, and i mean well i enjoy jujitsu i fucking get my ass beat every goddamn time i walk into that motherfucker but i enjoy it you know what i mean but yeah as far as that yeah it's just about personal growth and also there are those guys that come in that, I mean, there are everybody, I see everybody grow, but there's some people that are more resistant to the growth and, and to the improvement. Uh, and that's when you're, when you're too attached to the, the competitive edge of it. You know, there's people that are, that I see come in as white belts and they, they, their progress is slower because they're so fucking focused on winning. They're so focused on rolling. Um, like I got, there's a wrestler that I roll that's been there, same amount as me, got his blue belt when I did and great freaking dude. Um, but, you know, super, super competitive dude ha really hasn't worked on his guard the whole time. We're blue belts now. He hasn't put much time into his guard. He's a wrestler, top game, um, you know, 100 fucking thousand percent each roll, strong as a motherfucker. And, uh, but you know, it's okay to, it's okay to, to, uh, this is kind of off this, the topic of this whole thing we're talking about, I'm talking jujitsu now, but it, it's okay to, especially for the white belt to listen. And it's okay to put yourself in the position you suck at repeatedly, you know, that's, that's always got to be reiterated, you know, because you're not going to get good at it. No, you don't want to fucking be a, you know, you don't want to be a year down the line and you still don't, can't do shit from the bottom because you're worried about winning every role you know what i mean 
So and same thing for life, you know, apply it. You know, you don't want to be the smartest guy in the room. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You're like, you don't want to do the job for 50 years. What the fuck? Like, go to a different job. Go do some new shit. Go try yeah. something new. There's guys that, you know, that are at the academy that, you know, like I was telling you, uh, uh bobby he has like uh they call him bug man he has his business red x he you know he's awesome you know he loves what he does he loves his business he loves his career um chet he does electrical stuff he's like he's in the union here wonderful you know booby he he loves freaking uh he works at pg e or something i think i don't know but they love their careers and so it, it's not impossible to do a career that you love you know it's just what you bring to it you're the common denominator you know find passion in what you do and uh create more joy and freedom in your life through it right yeah yeah that's true it's all possible and everybody's different you know same thing with jujitsu it's like what are you putting into it usually it's what you're putting into it not what the other like well jujitsu isn't good enough for me it's not doing this for me it's like eh. same thing with going and getting help like therapy or coaching or anything it's you know you can always blame the other person, but the truth is, is what are you contributing or not contributing? That's not making a difference for you. Right. Like yeah. jujitsu has got the platform to mold you into whatever you want to become. It truly does. And it's just like, what are you going to contribute? You're going to go in there with ego. You're going to get a limited amount of growth from that. And that's okay. If that's all you're there for. So you're getting, you know, get, get your uh, freaking rolls in and then go home and, you know do whatever you want to do but for me like in soul rollers i think it's it's about the journey right it's about becoming better and that doesn't take place with ego and you know winning all the time and life will teach you that it's like oh you want to win oh you're going to tell me what the plan is okay i'm going to kick you right in the teeth here you go you know it's like chance you know we experienced that with our careers i thought i was set to be a cop the rest of my life i never dreamed about another job my entire life since I was a little tiny boy, all I ever wanted to be was a cop. Nothing ever came out of my mouth different than that. And I did it. I accomplished it. And yet I am not a cop anymore. Yeah. Weird how life works, right? Yeah. But you did make that vision a reality. Mm -hmm. And, and awesome. as we can, like the thing, remember what you were telling me is like most of the people that talk about, oh man, when I was first starting out, I wish I would have dreamed bigger. I wish I would have asked for more because I didn't realize life is wanting to give us what we desire. It's just if we're willing to do the work, right? Like when I wrote about that today, I was telling you, um, dare to dream, right? Like dream big. Like you tell me one white belt that didn't like sit in class for the first couple of times going, man, I could be a black belt. Like dare to dream that. Just what would that require of you? What are you going to have to change about yourself to become black belt? Yeah. Dare to dream. Yeah, exactly. And I, I honestly, I think there's people who don't like, I've had a guy ask me, he's all, oh, you, you ever think about like taking this all the way, getting your black belt, you know? And I'm like, the fuck you think I'm here, man. I mean, like, that's what we're doing here. Motherfucker. We're trying to, you know, be the best version of ourselves, you know, but, uh, anything is possible, man. Anything is freaking possible. And uh, just the example of that, and this is random, but not a lot of people might listen to this type of stuff. But the example that I was telling you about was, was this dude who has his podcast I was listening to. And he was, um, he was interviewing this other entrepreneur. And the entrepreneur that he was interviewing is now has like a $100 million supplement company started from zero, 
you know, was suicidal and all this shit and depressed. And he built this hundred million dollar company. But the guy doing the interviews, he's just doing podcasting and, and he's very passionate about it. He struggled with drugs in the past. And uh, now he's talking about, you know, higher consciousness kind of things. And he was telling the millionaire, he was like, dude, they were talking about manifesting, you know, uh, different things into their life. Money was one of the topics. And he was saying, yeah, man, when I started this podcast, I just kept visioning and talking about 20,000 per month, 20,000 per month. And then um, before he could finish, the millionaire started laughing. He's like, ah, <laughs> now you wish you would ask for more, huh? And he was like, yeah, fuck yeah, man. I, I, after I've seen how easy it comes to the 20,000 a month, I, I'm wishing I would have visioned more at that point, you know? And uh, really the only limitations we have in our life is in our mind. The only limitations to what we can do in our life is in our mind. And anything that you can imagine, you can accomplish it. Anything that you can see, you can bring into light, you know? And uh, I truly, truly believe that and live by that. And, and, and I, I, you know, so anyhow, I, that's a topic. Not a, Some people hear manifestation and shit like that and, and, and these things, and they think it's like some weird, crazy hippie shit or something, but it's not. It's reality, you know? It's reality. Well, you know, manifest a black belt and... And it's not like, it's not going to happen by just like sitting on your bed, thinking about it. You're, you you got to show up as well. You got to do the work too. And I think that's what you're trying to say. It's not a, just about hippie, like, Ooh, I just like fold my hands together and get all happy, you know? Yeah. Not- yeah. You raise your vibration and, and then you work, you keep yeah. the vision and then you take little steps toward it and, and anything is possible, man. Yeah. And that's, did, what were you saying about are you done with that topic? Cause I don't want to, oh, yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah. I just want to, what are you saying about the Olympics? Like something funny happened. Oh yeah, dude. The fucking, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, so, and I kind of think I might have some insight into this, but because I used to do, I did like karate for a long time when I was younger, my mom did karate for like 25 years. She did like competitions and she, she'd come home. She did. She got, she, she trained for 25 years. She got her fucking black belt. She'd come home with broken noses. When I was in high school, dude, my fucking, my friends were all scared of her because she would throw head kicks at them. Like they would be like, you know, they would like put their fighting stance up and I, she would throw these fucking dope head kicks. that would come like an inch from their face, you know? And uh, she was a badass, all ripped and shit. But anyhow, you know. My uh, wife's grandma was like a third degree black belt or some shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Karate. Yeah. I think she tried, someone tried to mug her one time. She beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that in the, in the eighties and fucking nineties. Yeah. You know, karate it was huge was back shit, then. Bro. Yeah. yeah. I mean, still karate. I mean, you look at like Lyoto Mishida and fucking George St. Pierre and the, those are yeah. karate dudes. Wonder and, Boy. Yeah. Wonder Boy karate dude, you know? So, um, but yeah, in the Olympics, I guess um, some dude got fucked. They were having like the, I think it was a gold medal fight. And this dude from Saudi Arabia knocked out his opponent with a head kick and he got disqualified for hitting too hard. <laughs> you imagine like, hey, dude, you're rolling too hard in jujitsu. You can't do that. It's like, what the fuck? What are we doing here? If you watch, I'm going to pull up the video, man, because if you watch, it's weird when they spar. They're like, like acting all tough and shit, throwing these punches, like, like throwing it one inch from each other's face. But you know, but then they're like, yeah, fucking got him, got him, you know, like it's a, it's a weird sport, but I think they score points by like getting an inch away from the fucking actual strike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that where you get those dojo videos? 
<laughs> the worst, this man. Is real shit here. That one I sent you, that one I sent you, that he's like, yeah, and he knocks the gun out of the guy's hand, and the guy's like watching the video, he's like, oh, I think that's gonna work. And he walks outside, and someone fake pulls a gun on him. He's like, oh, yeah, and he just ends up in heaven. He's like, what? It didn't work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That so shit was hilarious. Oh, yeah. I was laughing so there was one that last shit. night on fucking McDojo Life where the guy was like, you got to check this shit out. The guy, they were in like some garage dojo. And the guys, he has like three guys grabbing him. This is a real video. And he's like moving real slow. And he's like, you see, I don't want to use power. I want to use compassion. And he's like slowly moves and they all just go flying and shit. <laughs> I just want to know what the guys that are like pretending like to fly do. Like, what are they thinking? Like, you're cool with this? Like, he's like oh yeah, it's cool, man. Like, I just pretend to like help people. <laughs> I don't know. They're getting paid. They're getting paid. Here we go. Watch. I'll just put on the like the last two minutes of this fight right here. Check this out. You haven't seen this yet. No. Fuck, I should play the whole fucking five minutes. I'll just play the last the last half of it. Yeah, let's just see something the end. Inadvertent oh, happens. I see him get knocked out. Uh, or if a person has committed a, I want you to a, see, like, an infraction. You want to stop the action so they, that nothing happens before after. Before they knock each other out. Yeah. About 30 seconds yeah. gone here for gold. Men's oh, Kote plus 75 kilogram division. Nice, nice reverse punch. Again, that's a meaning quickness is going to pay off. And you see, I couldn't hit you, but I just did it. He's the quicker guy. (laughs) I just chose not to. Faster hands and faster. What you get? Just has to stay in optimal range so that that speed is at an advantage. This is what people think. Saudi Arabia. It's worth noting for the Olympics, there are typically five weight classes. They shrink it down to three. Right, and so you're going to end up having. This plus 75, you're going to have a guy who's probably very close to 75, and then another guy who's closer to 90 or 100 kilos. Can you hear it? Comedy goes down. And Why is it yell like that? It's part of karate, bro. That's how they like get their key into their punches. Looks like they will score, but you you go for that because he fell and was getting back up. Yeah. It wasn't a toss where you were able to throw the punch, which would have. It's weird because they're not really trying to hit each other, but they're going full speed. The guy on the right with that sloppy ass D on and shit. Gets him on the board. Ganja Day, 29 years of age, number one in men's kumite. I'm gonna get him right now. I'm gonna hit him. He's like tired. I can do something all hard. Watching the team crashing the head. Nice kick. Why are they leaning forward like that? What do you expect? Kick. Oh, and I think he knocked him out. Ganjade goes down with 201 to go in this gold medal bout. <laughs> like, watch what he does over Pointing at him like he's just qualified. He's qualified. Hiya! Oh, fucked up. You actually yeah, hit him. Winner. Get the fuck out. Um, and as His kick was too that, hard. Hey, damn it. I came all the way to the left. I did the one a little too hard and I lost him. Oh. We got the silver, I think. What kind of shit is that? You got the silver for winning. <laughs> That's like, weird, huh? Dude, you're way too good. You lose. <laughs> uh, hey, he kicked him way too hard. That's what you get. That's what you get. What the hell is going on? Do you hear that? Yeah. Hold on a minute. <laughs> it's probably some porno in the background. <laughs> it's like that uh it's like that song you're playing in that class (laughs) 
that girl's on fire or whatever. Girl's on fire, yeah. Yeah, your coach is all, dude, turn this shit off. <laughs> oh, fuck, yes. Yeah. God damn it. Oh, I'm going to have to work on this fucking charity shit here. Apple Valley, Minnesota. Apple Valley. What do we got? Oh, the great Dan Gable Olympic. Top share. There we go. All right. All right, we're working on our, our screen share here, guys. I think you, uh, What's I think that? Excited about that guy getting kicked too hard. <laughs> That's crazy, huh? What a weird sport. Did you see how they were, like, going full speed but not hitting each other but acting like they were, like, doing something really major? Shit. How do you even learn something efficiently if you can't actually perform the move correctly? It's, you know what's weird? When they teach you the karate, in the karate class, everything is precision, you know? So they teach you in the class to kick right by the face or to punch full power, but not hit in the face. And then mm -hmm. you take that into competition and that's how you score points. No, that's as hard as you can, but, but, but barely hit, you know? So, yeah, so you true. never, yeah. Yeah, dude, you, you, the way you train is the way you perform, you know? And I know that from being a cop, like if you're not training correctly, you're going to, it's going to cost you your life, you know? Mm -hmm. And you know, when stuff happens, it's really scary. Like, you know, if, you, if you're pulling your gun or something like that, dude, that's muscle memory. When oh, yeah. shit popped off, I remember like, what, how the fuck did I get here? What I just did what I was trained to do, I think. Yeah. And, and the training, you know? the repetitive training in real situations creates confidence, man. Because I remember, just like you said, I remember having that gun. Bro, that was like my bitch, man. Like that gun, that Beretta that we had, dude. I'll challenge anybody to a fast draw on that motherfucker, man. You know, like in the academy, I had the fastest draw on that motherfucker, you know, and uh, I'm not bragging, but when you, you have go. that gun there, yeah, I'm bragging, I'm <laughs> bragging, you know, but when you got that shit on your side and you've trained it so much, you've shot it so many goddamn times over and over and over, draw, shoot, draw, shoot, draw, shoot. You walk around like no one's fucking with me. I will hit you between the eyes before you can blink motherfucker. You know, and, and that's the same with any type of training. You got to do it over and over in real situations, man. The same yeah. with jujitsu. That's why it's important to drill, man, because if you're just going in there and rolling and learning the move of the night, your, your progress will be a little slower than if you just like take some time to really drill some shit that you want to get good at, because then the muscle memory kicks in and that's when you become like yep. a badass, you know? Yep. Same thing with the competition. Like you're not thinking and, and doing this and doing that, like you're living out your training you know and that's how if you're prepared you're prepared you've already done the work you should just go perform you know yeah yeah so, i think that does it man is that about an hour yeah i think so man a little you know, over an hour. A funny note huh? people kicking to karate yeah that was good you get disqualified like i'm gonna disqualify coach today for that role i'm like you're disqualified you did way too good that <laughs> <laughs> on belly suck. don't nope yeah that's it you're no. disqualified you disqual and you should disqualify him like the ref did in that fucking thing. Point at him and yell and then cross your <laughs> He did it all aggressive. Like, what is this mortal combat? Like, you need to cut my head off. <laughs> it was an accident. I didn't mean to kick him in the face. He yeah. leaned in. I don't know. What, what do you want from me? <laughs> That's fucked up, man. That's fucked up. Uh, you, you did way too good. You shouldn't have kicked so hard. Yeah. He shouldn't have moved his face and in, into my foot. What do you want yeah, from me? He's trying to stay an inch away. He fucking moved. <laughs> he moved an inch towards me. That's what he gets. If you move in an inch, you're dead. Yep.
yeah, your, your life is an inch away from being over in karate. Oh, it looks like um, this is off topic, but uh, we, we can get going here. But it looks like um, Poirier tweeted, uh, he put out a tweet that said, it just says Nathan with a question mark. You see that? That'd be a good yeah. fight, man. I'd like to see that fight. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to shout out uh, Nate. Uh, he's a yes. newer white belt. Oh. Nate, not, not Nate Diaz. Shout out to him too. If he's listening to this, shout out well on. <laughs> but uh, you know, Nate, he, uh, he, he told me today that he's listening to the podcast. So I uh, appreciate that. That means a lot. I was happy to hear that. And more people listening, the better, you know, Thank you, anything, Nate. We, could do, anything we could do to, uh, you know, get people in jujitsu, keep them in jujitsu and help them grow through jujitsu, you know, makes the world a better place, makes us better men. Uh, just it's how we're expressing ourselves, how we're, we're learning and growing and sharing the benefits that we're getting from jujitsu. So one more listener is always a blessing. So share this if you're listening and, and you know someone maybe a white belt or you know someone else that's in jujitsu or not in jujitsu like share this with them let's go like let's get ears on this the more people in jujitsu the better yeah yep that's exactly the message man get get everybody doing this shit and irving too i get irving on he loves conspiracies and shit he reached out to me <laughs> oh yeah yeah he, he he sent me a message too about it he, he yeah he, he yeah yeah uh, that'd be good to have him on here let him yep. uh, just bullshit about some of the shit going on in the world, man. Yeah, he was telling me he was listening to it at work. So, you know, like, that's cool, man. Like, man, if we can provide entertainment, we could provide, like, to me, it's always like, hey, see you on the mats, man. This is like chatting after we got our rules done. We're sitting there chatting about life. That's some of my best parts of my day is just chatting with guys, you know, whether it's the white belts talking about jujitsu, like, oh, man, like, you got me in mount five times. It's like, dude, you're learning, you're doing great, encouraging someone, or it's you talking to the upper belts and they're telling you philosophy or they're telling you something about their life. It's like, damn, this is fucking cool. You meet the best people. I'm yeah. never as happy as fucking sitting in, in on those mats, you, whether you're covered in sweat and you're exhausted from getting your ass whooped. It, you just have a clear mind and you have good chats, man. I just love that part of it. I love that. And that's what I want this podcast to represent is just that chat, that true, deep, humble chat after a good workout and and you're pushing yourself to the the brink you know yeah man that's uh i i i feel you i i i enjoy that too and and not to not you know the last person or what are, what do you say like not least what is it when you you say the last thing um when you say um fuck what when you say the last thing yeah it's like when you say um you know, even though it's last, it's not like last but not least. Last but not least. That's what it is. Fuck, last bro, but not least. <laughs> that's, like, that's one of the most basic fucking sayings right there, bro. <laughs> what's that, been, what's, that, thing? That, what's like, that thing when you say something last, you know, it has least in it? Last but not least. It's it's <laughs> silly. It's like okay. But last but not least is is you, man. Like uh, all the work you've been doing, we're gonna be releasing content for the Instagram page. Oh yeah, man. Excited. I haven't got to see anything. You've been doing it. You've been holding out on me, you son of a bitch. And <laughs> I'm ready to see it with everyone else. So let's get that going too. We got, yeah, man. he's been putting in hours upon hours to release some content for you guys and super excited about that shit. Share that shit. Uh, follow us on Spotify or uh, iTunes and leave us a rating and review. 
click the fucking rating. The thing is like a star thing. I click it every time I look at a podcast, five stars, five stars. Yeah. If that's what you feel, man, click the shit out of that. Let's go. You know, um, your friends saw it pop up on iTunes too, as like, you know, recommended. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. We're getting this thing growing and, and we just want to take, you know, everyone on the journey with us. You know, we're soul rollers. We're in this together. I'm going to start, I'm writing, I'm starting to do a newsletter. You know, we're, we're expanding it. We're, we're coming up with a lot of good shit. So yeah, a lot, lot, uh, we've got a lot planned. We've got an ebook planned. Um, we'll talk about that later. Um, when we start posting content, especially like the, the reels, the video clips, if you're listening to this, you can really help us out by like, if you, if you feel one of the messages, whatever it may be, share it on your story. Um, that's the, uh, you know, that's what the Instagram algorithm likes and shares nowadays. So if you can share something on your story, man, that really helps us get this message out. If you get any value from it, that would be a good way to help us out, you know? So we, we appreciate it greatly. Of course, we shout everybody yeah. out. And if you're training and you're like Jackson, you're like Steven Spielberg and you're taking pictures of your training or you're like taking a picture of your academy or your roles or whatever, tag us in that. Soul Rollers underscore JJ so we can get that. I want, I just want that to be, you know, you look at like all the stuff that's being shared on Instagram. Let's get some positive jujitsu type stuff being shared a lot. That's cool, man. I want to see all the different schools. I want to see all the different training. You know, we don't want to see, you know, the next Netflix show that you're watching. We want to see you, you know, getting your ass whooped in jujitsu, you know, yeah, becoming exactly. a better person. Yep. That's what, that's what it's about. That's, that's, that's all I got. All right. Sounds good. Well, um, yeah, hit us up at, at soul rollers underscore JJ. If you have any questions, uh, if there's anything, you know, that we can talk about on the show that might help you out. Let us know. We'll answer the question. We've answered multiple questions on the show prior. If you have any questions, hit us up. Actually, before we go, I had one person reach out on uh, Instagram talking about, you know, they were struggling with, you know, being able to just show up and just, you know, get to jujitsu and the challenge of that. You know, I've been there. I had you back me up through most of that. I don't know if you remember, like, <clears throat> man, I, I just suck. I don't know if I should go this, that, and the other, you know, and you always encourage me. So I just wanted just shout that person out you know i have i don't know if they want me to put their name out there but i shared the same thing with them you know we all feel that you know the resistance is normal it's a part of life you know you're growing to a new version of you so you're gonna feel that so keep going you know thank you for reaching out thank you for listening keep it up man you know heck yeah like we all feel that resistance that struggle of going that fear whatever it might be uncertainty whatever it might come up for you as but keep going you know, you're in the right spot. And the fact that you're feeling that means you're growing and you're making progress. Keep going. You know, it's yeah. not a bad sign. That's a good thing. So right on. yeah. Thanks for reaching out, whoever that was. And yeah, uh, last but not least, I had to mention that. <laughs> got it. Last. Oh, said last. You, you say it when you're last, but it has something. About well, I didn't want it. to like, I was trying to, I was trying to like, you know, think about your feelings. I didn't want to like, well, what the fuck? Why'd you mention me last asshole? And be like, oh, sorry. So the, you're supposed to say that thing to make it better or something. Yeah, yeah That's I know. What I, no, no, I'm just saying. Why? But yeah, I think yeah. it's stupid, but I couldn't remember. I'm like, I don't use that. So what is this thing? <laughs> last but not least. It's like. Yeah, last but not least. Kind of feel like that's passive aggressive saying I suck or something, you know? <laughs> no, it was just, that, that was hilarious. But. Uh, I couldn't think of it. Yeah. So I blame my coach for smashing me all. Smashing your inside. <laughs> So matched up, I can't think.
But on to the next one, man. I'm I'm grateful for you, man. Keep up the the hard work on the content. I'm excited to see it. Let's go. Yeah, lots of good shit coming, man. We're gonna work on that ebook and everything else. So um, stay tuned and share our shit, and we'd appreciate that greatly. That'd be awesome. If you created from fear, you know, like we we're we're afraid to express ourselves and do all these things that we're trying to pursue. Is we're just living examples of you know, hey, we do we're struggling with it too, but we're continuing to, and that's what builds momentum, and that's what changes your life, and yeah. uh, we can do that together. And that's why we we're creating this podcast to do this together. Yes, sir. Yep. Soul rollers. So, all right, man. We'll uh, we'll talk we'll talk again next week, and uh, it's good talking to you. And yeah, man. We'll link up later on that other stuff. So, all the projects. So, all right, man. Take care. Talk to you later, and have a good training tonight. As will I, and everyone else listening. Get out and train. Don't be a lazy motherfucker. Get off your couch and go train tonight. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later, man. Yep. Yep. Later.